Hey, thanks for uh, continuing to listen to my podcast all year long, 2019. I thought I'd pop on and give you my impressions or my take on uh, what's going on in the video conferencing market. Um, as you're aware, there's been some announcements. There have been some announcements recently about cross-platform interoperability. Let me give you a little history first. Um, as you know, the 10 years ago, and you could even argue as, as, as soon as five years ago, the majority of the video conferencing market was dominated by uh, hardware devices, audio and video conferencing, really. Um, and uh, over the next f- last five years, um, some companies have stepped up and really integrated audio and video better into their collaboration platforms. Uh, and then you had the launch of uh, Zoom uh, it, it, that really kind of took off around 2015, um, so just in this, uh, in this current decade. And uh, so, so now the big uh, three or four you could argue are uh, Cisco with WebEx, uh, Zoom with their video platform, uh, Microsoft Teams, uh, their integration of audio and video into Teams, and then, of course, Google. So between those four, um, as you probably know, th- three of the four have about a 90% market share in soft conferencing applications, uh, Zoom, uh, Microsoft, and uh, Cisco. So uh, the problem has been if, if someone says, hey, join on a Zoom call, then you, have to, then you have to jump on Zoom.com or download the Zoom app and jump on the call. Or, of course, type in the meeting number uh, in a web browser and you can join the call. But what if you're a company that uses Microsoft applications uh, or you have an existing WebEx or Cisco platform product and uh, there hasn't been cross-platform compatibility in the sense that somebody who uh, was a Microsoft Teams user couldn't jump on a Zoom call uh, very easily, you'd have to use a third-party service. Well, those third-party services are now at risk because uh, within the last uh, three weeks, Microsoft, uh, Cisco, and Zoom have a- announced separately cross-platform interoperability. So now if you're a Zoom user, you can jump on a Microsoft Teams call and vice versa. And, and uh, if you're on a, a Zoom call, you can jump on a WebEx uh, or someone who uses WebEx can jump on a Zoom call, so on and so forth. So that's uh, substantial. So, so it's so substantial that I, I, I sort of um, have even positioned it as probably the biggest news in the last uh, decade in our industry as far as technology. And, and that ranks up there pretty high if you think about the, uh, the impact of 4K in the last decade um, and uh, the impact of AV over IP is having to the market now. So it ranks up there above those two as far as substantial technology announcements, not limited to a specific product manufacturer. So what that means is that we have uh, some uh, technology, technological interoperability between competitive companies, something we haven't seen in a long time. So where does this lead us? Well, from a consumer standpoint, this is awesome. It simplifies things quite a bit. From an integrator standpoint, uh, this is something you should really leverage because it simplifies um, AV systems design. You don't have to be tied to designing a system around a Zoom room or a Teams room or anything like that. You can uh, design it completely interoperable. However, I will say that the one thing that's missing is the interface that does that interoperability. Um, we don't know how they're going to integrate that into Zoom or how Teams will integrate Zoom into to their platform and vice versa. Um, we'll have to wait and see. That's all going to come to fruition the first quarter of 2020. I will say, however, that companies like uh, Logitech, Extron, Crestron, um, and uh, small companies like Stem Audio, Upstarts, um, like MXL, those companies have a lot to gain from this because they can help 
drive even more simpler systems in the AV market. So I think that's going to make ISE very interesting. Where the last couple of years, ISE, the big theme or the big technology people have been talking about is 4K or AV over IP, at least for the last three or four years. Um, or you could put in uh, collaboration boards in there as well. I think you're going to see uh, this news of interoperability dominating ISE 2020 in Amsterdam in February. Um, another company I want to mention is uh, T1V. T1V came out with a new product called HubVC, which was a, basically a software uh, front end to any collaboration board and allows you to do one touch ta- uh, one touch into any meeting platform. So it has a front end that has both, um, so, well, all three Cisco teams and, and Zoom. You press one button, you're in a Zoom call or back out and press one button, you're in Teams call. So they'll obviously integrate cross-platform compatibility and I'm sure that Crestron will do it with Flex. Xtron will do it with uh, their partnership with Logitech as well as their own products. So, so we're going to see some significant um, simplification of video call uh, conferencing. And there's some new stuff coming. I can't tell you what it is, but there's a couple other manufacturers that currently aren't playing in the UCC market. One specifically that everyone knows and uses their product heavily in collaboration spaces is going to integrate a uh, UCC product uh, into their pro- uh, pro- uh, product uh, family as well. So there's a lot of really cool things happening on the UCC platform thanks to this interoperability announcement. I'd love to know your take on it, what you think about it. Um, feel free to share by commenting below or email me directly or commenting on uh, wherever they, you're listening to this on social. Um, my email, of course, is Gary at ravepubs.com. Thanks for listening. And of course, you can listen to all of my podcasts at ravepubs.com, clicking on the Rave Radio button.